This is your Financial Empower Hour with Carl and Jason Kreiderman from Great Lakes Investment Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Carl and Jason provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is your Financial Empower Hour with Carl and Jason Kreiderman. Well, good morning and welcome to your Financial Empower Hour. This is Jason Kreiderman with Great Lakes Investment Advisors here in Midland, wishing everybody a wonderful, beautiful Sunday morning. The weather's changing. It's getting colder. Snow's, we had a little bit of snow there a couple weeks ago. Plenty more of that to come <laughs> this year. And speaking of what we've had a couple weeks ago and plenty more to come, let me bring on my star of my show, my co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. I am... Good morning, Tony. How I am are you? not the star of this show, Jason, and you, oh, but you, you know are. that. Uh, I'm, I'm oh, the, the listeners I'm know, along Tony. for the ride, uh, but I love it. It's a wild ride and a fun one, and I always manage. Are you talking about the show or the stock market, a wild <laughs> ride? <laughs> <laughs> See what you did there? You uh, tied us right in to our topic for uh, today. I, I love that. You're awesome. So, uh, yeah, I know it's, uh, it's fun each week on the show with you, and uh, what I like about the show, Jason, and I'm sure our listeners would agree, is uh, you're, it's very educational. You're always trying to help our listeners uh, learn something new or something that can help them with their finances, with tips and strategies. And, you know, this is a year where we've needed that help and needed some questions answered, and I'm glad you've been here for us. So I have a lot of questions for you today because there's a lot going on out there, as usual. But before we get into that, I, I you know, uh, the holiday season has kicked off. I enjoy this time of year. I actually had a four, you know, had a four day weekend last weekend and got some things done. Saw some family. How about you? How are you doing? Yeah, same here, Tony. No, it's you're right. I mean, we'll get to the to the. <laughs> funny we're going to use these terms but the the meat or the turkey and potatoes of the show today <laughs> uh but before we do that let's talk about you know a little bit on a personal note we had a wonderful holiday uh we get to spend time with with both families my family and amy's family and it's nice to kick back relax uh forget about the markets and the craziness and and politics and all that stuff just forget about that for a while um get together with family just kind of reflect on the year and and really take a take a step back and realize how thankful and blessed we all really need to be uh, especially after we look at the last couple of years coming through 2020 and the pandemic uh, here in my local area, we had the the major floods where we lost, uh, we lost dams, we lost lakes, people lost their homes, their businesses. Um, so we look back over the last two years, and there's been a lot, uh, a lot of negativity, but ultimately, again, at the end of the day, I think what these times to rejoice with family over the holidays really should be meant for is uh, to remember those times, but to, but, be more thankful and blessed for the the positive things in our lives. We still have family. We still have friends. Uh, we still have what we we do have. And and it goes back to kind of we always talk about our investments and our money is we can only control what we can control. Right. And there's a lot of things out of our control. Um, spending time with family, how we spend our emotions. Do we want to get bogged down and sidetracked by thinking about all the negative stuff and you know all the crap going on in China and our stock market being down eighteen percent and ah da 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 da? Or do we want to step back and and have that time be 
be positive. And, and that's what I really try to do with my family. Um, and we had a wonderful weekend. Uh, we had wonderful Thanksgiving. I ate too much, Tony, as usual. Um, I, I don't know anybody that doesn't just, you know, just really pig out on Thanksgiving. If you do, God bless you. Uh, I don't have that willpower. Um, I always overeat, uh, but it's, it's wonderful. And then the next two or three days, of course, there's leftovers and I get, you know, Tony, I don't know about you, but sometimes I get sick, sick of leftovers after you've had it once or twice, but not Thanksgiving meals, <laughs> Thanksgiving meals. I could literally eat leftovers for another week or two weeks and I just don't get sick of it. So, uh, that that's kind of what my weekend was about. I did a little bit of deer hunting. My son and I were successful. We shot a couple does. Uh, so that's always awesome and, uh, you know, great learning experience. And, and he's nine, Carson's nine years old. And so to him, Tony, it's, it's, we're hunting. And, uh, and to me, I'm sitting there in the blind the whole time thinking about this wasn't hunting to me. It was awesome, awesome memories I'm building with my boy and hopefully leaving uh, lifelong education and legacy for him. Uh, and so to me, we, we were, we were out in the woods, but we weren't hunting. It was, it was my awesome time to, to watch my boy and listen to him and, and, uh, just build some awesome memories. Yeah, exactly. And that's what it's all about. Building memories with family. I love the holiday season and it, that's important year round as well. Uh, but you talked in there about uh, not making emotional decisions and worrying about politics and the markets, but uh, we have to be aware of what's happening with our money at the same time. And that's oh, what yeah. we're going to talk a little bit about here today. I have some questions for you because there is a lot happening in the market out there right now. Um, you know, as of the recording of the show, you know, we saw a great week last week. And then this week at the st opening of the day, the markets have, have fallen drastically because of some unrest in China, political unrest. And there's been a lot of protests by citizens and workers protesting, which they believe will affect production of things like iPhones and et cetera. Sure. So sometimes when somebody, some political unrest or somebody sneezes in China, uh, it affects the markets over here. It's crazy, isn't it? It is crazy. You know, we talk about, um, as you mentioned, you know, I, I said there about our holidays and trying to, trying to focus in, on the things we're blessed with and to be thankful for, but you're right. It's hard to, to forget about, and we don't want to forget about, um, you know, all the, all the other things going on in the world and the reality. And, and unfortunately, a lot of it is negativity. Um, you know, we have a lot of negativity in our political scene here. We've had a lot of negativity in our health scene with the crisis and the fallout from those types of things. Uh, and then there's negativity, right across, across the world. And, and with China, um, the protests and the revolts going on over there. And of course that does have, like you say, someone sneezes over there and it, it negatively impacts us over here. And we've become such a globalized economy uh, and such a worldwide globalized market, Tony, that, that you're right. Things are in things that can happen halfway or all the way around the world are going to have, could possibly have a very positive or negative impact on our markets. Um, but you know, again, we, we need to know that that's happening. We need to be aware of it. Um, and, and it can happen. And those are the things, as we say, let's focus our time, our energy, and our efforts on the things we can control. We can't control what the people of China do. We can't control what happens to the manufacturing. Like you're right, Tony, that the, the revolting and the, the protests over there that could shut down some sure. manufacturing. Well, we, we can't control that. But what we can do is we can step back and take a look at our current situation, uh, our current portfolio, our investments, and we can look at how exposed are we, right? to international, to China, to manufacturing, you know, those types of things. And depending on how exposed we allow ourselves to be, 
we can have an impact on that. And uh, these are the times that active management, and I say these are the times, seems like I've been saying that for three years on the show, on every show, uh, active management through good times and through bad. So through the best of times of the market, active management is very powerful. Through the worst times in the market, active management is very powerful. Right. And, and, and so that's what we do for our families, you know, being fiduciary advisors, Tony, is us, and my team and our fiduciary managers through TD Ameritrade and Gradient Investments, we are very active. We are very proactive uh, when we try to really actively manage portfolios, spend our time, efforts and energy on the money, where it's invested, where it's exposed, where it's not invested, where it's not exposed to hopefully plan for the best, but prepare for the worst. And, and right now, some of those worst things, we can't control those, but we can control our own portfolio. Right. And that's the big difference right there. And uh, you can control your own portfolio. But one thing I think that really helps is having an outside party like yourself, a professional who's done this day in and day out, help you help your clients with asset allocation, making sure their money is working for them, making sure they don't have too many eggs in one basket, so to speak. And uh, that, uh, that, I think the the word I'm looking for is not detach, but somebody who doesn't have the emotional uh, investment, they can look at it rationally, right? And you can ca- sure. take a calm, rational look at their financial picture where for a lot of us, we're too close. We get emotional about it and make decisions based on emotions, not based on what's going to work the best, right? Absolutely. You know, it's called emotional investing. And, and there's a lot of reports. I mean, anybody can go out there and Google uh, emotional investing. And when you see the results of the articles or do any study on investing, emotional investing can destroy and has destroyed more portfolios and more wealth than probably anything. Um, and, and and that's simply because you're right. We get too tied our between our heart, our minds and our stomach. Those are three elements inside our body that we cannot control. And when our when our when our mind sees something going on in the market and our heart starts racing fast and our gut starts tightening up and we we start making irrational decisions potentially at that time. And that's emotional investing. And and a lot of times we're taught way back, way back from either our mom or dad, grandma, grandpa, whoever it was, Tony, that told you to start investing and saving for your future. They probably told you the best piece of advice for investing you could have ever heard. And all of our listeners have heard this many times in your lives, and that is to buy low, sell high. Buy low, sell high. Very simple philosophy, makes a lot of sense. However, when we start talking about emotional investing, it is by far the hardest thing to do for an individual to buy low, meaning something that's down, it's 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 a loser, it's, it's losing, is to buy that because nobody wants to buy losers and things that have taken a beating and are lost. And then we're supposed to sell high. So what that really means is sell your winners. The things that are up, get rid of them. And nobody wants to get rid of the things that are making you money and buy something that's losing. And and so that's where, as you mentioned, Tony, being detached is a good use, good word to use. Uh, independent is what we, is what we call it. You know, we're independent of of the market. We're not owned, controlled, or work for any company, any market products, any market companies. We're independent fiduciary advisors. We're detached. We work directly for each of the families or investors that we serve. And so it helps take those investors emotions out of it. And then we use 
logic and mathematical algorithms and systems and processes and procedures to based on what a client is looking to achieve, we're able to take the emotion out of the picture and have a powerful impact on the portfolio based on the goals and objectives of the family. Well, that's exactly right. Uh, And I think that the important here is, Jason, that we do make sure we set goals and make sure that what the decisions we're making can actually help us achieve them. Uh, Because like you say, when you let the emotions uh, come into play, uh, they can really derail a financial plan. Uh, And of course, you have to have a plan in place for a plan to derail. Uh, You need that plan in place. Uh, So you have a trajectory. And I know that's what you can help our listeners out there do. So we should take a quick break here. Before we do, uh, let's let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you. Now, Jason, you've got a book that you wrote, and I know you're excited to give our listeners a copy of that, right? Yeah, it was something that, uh, you know, Dad and I spent a lot of time, uh, longer than it probably should have taken us <laughs> to write that book, Tony, but what an awesome, Books cool Books take a while, don't they, to write. People they don't sure realize do. It. When someone says, oh, you can write a book in three to six months, baloney, <laughs> <laughs> baloney. It took us well yeah. over a year, but we also took our time because really what it is, and you know this, Tony, but for our listeners out there today, why we wrote this book is we took the last 20 years of real life experiences where we've met families and investors just like yourself, how we've been able to help them, the things we've been able to 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 help them prepare for and build financial plans and, and it truly have a powerful, positive impact financially and personally on families' lives. And so dad and I really just, it's a brain dump. We put what everything in our minds and, and experienced it for the last 20 years inside the cover of this book. And so that that's really why we wrote the book, Tony. It's an awesome, it's awesome experiences, real life stories. And we want to share that with all of our listeners out there. All right. That sounds great. And listeners, the book is called Empower Your Retirement, Plan for the Best, Prepare for the Worst. And you can get your very own copy. Just give us a call, the next 10 callers, at 989-835-7203. That number again is 989-835-7203. You can also check out the website. It's greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. I'll say that again, greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. So be one of the next 10 callers and get a copy of Empower Your Retirement. And also stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of your Financial Empower Hour after this. And welcome back to your Financial Empower Hour. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with our host, Jason Kreiderman. Jason, great show so far today. We've been talking about emotional investing and what that does to people because the market's been volatile. We've seen some ups. We've seen some downs. Overall, though, 2022 has been a down year, hasn't it? And I mean, uh, statistically, we, we have way more up years than we do down. So that's a good sign. And the year after a midterm election, the market's always been up, at least since the 50s. So uh, past performance has been good in years following midterms. But politics, like what's going on in China or the elections, we shouldn't let that play into our decisions that we make financially, right? 
Yeah, you're absolutely right, Tony. And so we'll talk a little bit more in this segment of the show. Maybe we'll get a little more technical, I guess. Uh, we'll talk a little more statistics. And But you're absolutely right. We, we There's two things we don't want to control our money. Number one is emotion, and number two is politics. Right. Uh, we should never let the, the – think about the emotions we can go through on a daily – weekly, monthly basis. And, and we're all different in our lives, but we all know there's a lot of different emotions. We can have, be very happy, very sad, uh, very mad, very, you know, there's all kinds of things. And if we let all of our emotions control our money, just think about how crazy, how crazy our portfolio and our financial lives would be. Um, and some of the listeners might be, might be hearing me say this right now and think, well, Jason, that's, that's me. Uh, that's us. Uh, I have had a tendency to be a little too emotional uh, with my investing. And, um, and so, and so now's the time really just to step back and realize you should not allow the emotions, your emotions to control or dictate your money and your portfolio. Uh, you should be disconnected from that and be making more uh, more technical decisions with your money, not emotional. And same thing with politics, as you mentioned, Tony. You know, we we have a tendency to let politics or politicians uh, or a political party uh, control or dictate what we do with our money. And and statistically, it's proven Republican or Democrat is a president. Republican or Democrat with more power or control in politics does not necessarily show to have a positive or negative impact on the market. And so that's what we really try to, 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 uh, you know, I guess, explain, educate and empower families and investors to try to keep emotions and politics out of your money. Um, work, look at the fundamentals of the stock market, the fundamentals of the companies in the stock market and your goals and objectives and line up your money with your goals and objectives and the areas in the marketing companies that are, that are best aligned in your best interest uh, to have the most positive outcome or the least negative outcome and, and emotions and politics, <laughs> unfortunately, Tony, as we've seen, uh, can, can, yeah, it can really be devastating and derail a portfolio. Uh, you know, and as you mentioned, some st- statistics, uh, you mentioned the, the year following a midterm election, the S and P 500, uh, has never had a negative performing year the 12 months following a midterm election. And so I think that's a positive thing. If we look at where we are today, uh, we just came out of a a midterm election and and now we're in the 12 months following that. The average return of the S&P 500 in the 12 months following a midterm election was over 15%. So that's that's positive. Uh, that's in, that's enlightening. I like to hear that and see those numbers. And I hope history repeats itself to some aspect. Uh, as we know, though, past performance is no prediction of or guarantee of future results. But um, I think those are some positive signs, uh, some tailwinds, Tony, moving into the next 12 months. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And it, I mean, the markets uh, right now, the volatility has just uh, it's been unreal this year, hasn't it? I mean. It really has. Um, you know, it's been crazy. If I'm going to just, again, we'll, we'll keep on the statistics in the S&P 500. And I'm pulling this information right now, Tony, off Yahoo sure. Finance. So our listeners know. And if you want to look at it, it's, it's an awesome little website. Um, but if we I'm going to kind of go from where we are today and, and then we're going to spin back a little bit. But on the on the time of airing this or recording this show, as you mentioned, there was some turmoil. We woke up this morning uh, over in China overnight and some revolting. And so our market took a little bit of a turn uh, right now. As of the recording of this show, we're down about point four, three percent. So just under half a percent, the S&P 500. Sure. Uh, you mentioned we had a pretty good week last week. We actually had a pretty good uh, last 30 yeah. days. If we look at the last month. Uh, the last 12 months, as of, as of recording the show, the S&P 500, including today, was up about 4.8. 
So that's almost a 5% gain in the last 30 days. Uh, that's something very positive. You know, that's, that's something we need to take into consideration. Uh, year to date, I'll fast forward and let's go all the way back to uh, January. I'll rewind. I'm sorry. I'll rewind. Let's go all the way back to January 31st. Year to date, our market as of recording the show, the S&P 500, is down about 16.26%. So it's been a rough year. Uh, if we look at the bond markets, those are down anywhere between 10 and 12%. So it's been a really rough year, even for the moderate blended 60, 40 or 50, 50 portfolio. Uh, but again, let's, let's take a look at maybe mid June when the market was down about 23%. So six months into the year, the S and P was down almost 23%. Here we are five months later, we're only down 16. That means we're up 5% since mid year. And I really think there's some positive tailwinds coming, especially with the statistics that show the S&P 500 has never had a negative year in the 12 months following a midterm election, Tony. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's a great statistic to look at. And if you look at the market over long periods of time, there's lots of good news there and possible good news for the future. We know past performance doesn't guarantee future results. But we also know that that's a pretty good time sample from 1950 until now. Every year following a uh, a uh, midterm, the market has been up, and I think the, great, the average is like 16 percent or more if it's a divided right. House and Senate, which it is. So, yep, yep, that's yeah, absolutely right. Those statistics are good. And, and- yeah, and, and those were some short-term statistics that I talked about in the you know in the one day, the three months, six months in the year. But you're right, Tony. If we look back at that report that showed from 1950, the S and P 500 has never had a negative year in the 12 months following a midterm election, and the average return since then of the S and P 500 has been over 15 percent. That's awesome. I mean, that's that's great. And and if we look at let's stretch those statistics out a little bit from, from on the S and P 500 from the one day. In the one month, in the six months, and one year. If I look at the two-year performance of the S and P, that includes this la- this current year of 2022 that we're in, and the S and P has an average of 9.7. Well, that's almost five percent a year average, including the 16 percent we're down today. And then if I stretch out a five-year market performance of the S and P, again, this is off Yahoo Finance as of the recording of this show. Over the last five years, including this year's minus 16 or so percent. The S&P is up 51%. Divide that by five. That's over 10% a year average, including this 2022 year we're in now, yeah. Tony. Yeah, there you go. And so uh, I know that this is something you keep an eye on for your clients, but again, you don't want to make emotional decisions. So you've got to stick to a long-term plan when it comes to the market, correct? Yeah, absolutely. And that, that's, again, that long-term vision. You know, we can't let... Uh, our emotions or politics that are generally short-lived, generally short-term. Uh, emotions swing up and down. Politics swing all over. They're generally short, short-lived. Whether our emotions are are maybe thirty-second emotions or or politics might last two to four years. Other than that, when we look at our portfolio, we really need to look way past a thirty-second emotional decision or a two to four-year politician or political decision. We need to look long-term over the next 10, 20, 30 years or more of our lives. And and we'll go through a heck of a lot of emotions and a heck of a lot of politicians and political decisions over those 20 or 30 years. And we really got to be careful not to let all those emotions long-term and all the political decisions and politicians control our money. 
because you're right, Tony. It's the long term perspective. Remember, four quarters in a football game. True. Uh, right now, we could sit here. We could sit here right now and say, "Gee, we're three. We're we're at halftime in the football game, and we're down sixteen percent. Do we just throw in the towel and and get on the bus and go home rather than come out and play the fourth quarter, or do we go into halftime? We regroup a little bit. We we drink some Gatorade. We refreshen up, and we go back out. We we got a whole second quarter of the game to play, and I think that second quarter that that we're looking at now is. What are the next 12 months or the next two years following this midterm election? That's really the third and fourth quarter, Tony, of this football game. Um, and I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of tailwinds. They're going to help push us more in the in the long term positive direction. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Well, you know, I think it's important that we understand this, but we also need to take another quick break here. So I want to give our listeners another chance to get a copy of that book. Empower your retirement plan for the best. Prepare for the worst. Give us a call at 989-835-7203. The next 10 callers at 989-835-7203 will receive a copy of the book, Empower Your Retirement. And I want to remind our listeners to check out the website, greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. And welcome back to your Financial Empower Hour. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with our host, Jason Kreiderman. Jason, great show today. We've been talking about market volatility, and you gave us some stats in the last segment uh, that really reflect uh, uh, a crazy market, but over time, uh, one that has gone up consistently. And we had a down year in 2022, but that doesn't mean we should bail on the markets altogether, obviously. I don't think so, Tony. You know, I look at this. I've been, uh, you know, a financial advisor and, and a fiduciary advisor overall, um, you know, for almost 21 years now. And I really look at has has any three month, six month or 12 month period. Has that really uh, has that been the entire investment time frame of any family or investor we've ever served? And, and my answer immediately is no. no, absolutely not. I've never managed money for somebody that said, I just need to manage this money for six months or for one year. Uh, every single family or investor that I've met over the 21 years, and it's literally been thousands of them, Tony, and we literally have hundreds of families and clients that we serve and work for. Every single one of them has said, no, Jason or Carl or another member of our team, we're not investing this money just simply for three months or six months or a year. We're investing this money for the rest of our lives long term. And that might be 20 years, 30 years of retirement or more. And, and so that's, again, where I really keep going back to, you know, reminding our, our listeners today and reminding the families and investors that come to our monthly educational classes that we host. And if people read our book, they're reminded in there many a times that, you know, short term happenings around the world, whether it be in your personal life or, you know, in China across the world or something we can't control, we cannot let the short-term uh, emotions, irrational, whatever it might be, have a negative impact on our portfolio. Uh, if those things do have, and they will at some point in time, have a negative impact on our portfolio and our money, again, check yourself and remember, don't let your emotions and your irrational decisions make the wrong decision uh, in your portfolio just because you've been subjected to some risk or loss. That's where having a plan, Tony, as we've talked about time and time again, Having a plan, a written plan that's designed to plan for the best, but prepare for the worst and let your plan and your team of advisors work your plan 
and ultimately you will not make irrational decisions uh, and you will be better off in the long run. Right. Yeah, that's true. You will be. And I know that the key there that you're talking about is having a written plan and a strategy in place. And that's what you can do for our listeners as well, right? That's what you do for your clients. Yeah, and this is one of the things the services that we offer is is sitting down with investors and families and talking about their current plan. You know, a lot of our listeners right now today might be saying, "Well, we already have a plan." And, and that's great. There are some of you out there today you do probably have a lock solid written plan. Uh, however, in in the 21 years that my dad and I and our team have been helping uh, families and investors, we've found a lot of families think that they have a plan, Tony. But ultimately, they have a lot of investments. They have a 401k. They have life insurance. They have an IRA. They have some stocks, some bonds. They have a portfolio made up of a bunch of mutual funds or annuities or uh, CDs. and So they have stuff. But ultimately, Tony, really, that's not a written plan. Uh, those are variables and elements within a plan. Uh, but really, a, a truly solid written plan should have multiple elements, multiple variables, and it should have instructions or directions, not only to yourself from your advisors, but to your advisors from you about when things are good, here's what we should and shouldn't be doing within the portfolio. And when things aren't so good, maybe like right now this year, here's what we should and shouldn't be doing within the portfolio. Those things need to be written down, and that way you're allowed to follow them a little more. Uh, you're able to be more uh, proactive, uh, to, to be prepared for things and take advantage of opportunities or maybe even uh, sidestep some unfortunate things coming down the road. And and again, they should be long-term visions over a one-year, three-year, five-year, 10-year, 20-year plan uh, that's designed to plan for the best, but prepare for the worst. Yeah, there you go. I, I love it. That's what we're all about right here is uh, plan for the best, but make sure you're prepared for the worst. And uh, some people might say, hey, I don't know how it could get any worse than 2022, <laughs> right? It was not a great year uh, for the markets, was it? Yeah, it really wasn't, Tony. You know, my dad and I, we kind of, these are one of the things that I, I mentioned over the holidays that we, we, we meet with family and, and friends and we try to stay focused on the positive things and reflect on our lives on where have we been blessed and where are the things we need to be happy and thankful right. for. And uh, dad and I had a discussion over the weekend as we were, as we were either going out to or coming back from our property for hunting. And we talked about how long we've been in business and when we started our business. And we started our business, Tony, in 2000, 2001 time wow. frame. You probably remember exactly <laughs> what the stock market did. Yes. First of all, leading up to in 1997, 98, 99, that was the tech, the dot com. Everything was just booming. I mean, people were making yep. double digits. A monkey could have made It was just crazy. And nobody thought that was going to come to an end. Well, very quickly, the tech bubble, the dot-com bust, and that was 2001, 2002. Those were the first year to two years my dad and I were in business. Uh, independent financial advisors starting on their own in the spare bedroom of my house at that time. And the first 18 months or so that we were in this, the market crashed. Uh, you know, Then things were positive. You know, Things went come out of it 2003, 4, 5, 6. It was great. And then, Tony, do you remember 2008? Oh, yeah. March or April the or May great 2008? Recession, the big housing the bubble and recession. everything else burst, and that, that, we had a huge yep. recession. Yeah. 
subprime mortgage crisis, housing yep. bubble, financial sector, the number one sector that just got beat up, which leading up to 2008, those were the areas, financials, real estate that were booming yep. the most. Uh, and so there we were, uh, you know, eight, nine years into being advisors. We just made it through the first 12 months to 18 months. It was, was horrible as our first right. experience. And then it was, and then it was four or five great years. And all of a sudden here we are again in 2008 and 2009, boom, the market's down another 30 some percent. And then it pulled back out of it again. And now we fast forward to 2020 with COVID boom, February, March, April, the market's down another 30%. And then it boomed right back. And now here we are in 2022 in June, the market was down at 1.26%. So the reason I say that, Tony, the reason I bring us through the last 21 years is because two things. Number one, that goes to show you the market goes up and the market goes down. Uh, the market can sometimes go down very drastically. However, long term, the market has still averaged and went up in a northern trend line and averaged some pretty darn decent rates of return. Uh, and I tell you also about that because I want our listeners to know that we didn't just start investing money uh, uh, in 2021 when the market went up. We've invested money through three or four of the most recent stock market downturns since 2000 uh, when we've seen people lose a lot of money. And, and during that time, though, Tony, we've helped a lot of families and investors not lose so much money uh, long term. And, and as I mentioned that, you know, we talk about the market this year being down 16 percent at this point, roughly. Most of our families, Tony, are down maybe a third to half of that. And, and so that's because of how we help them diversify, invest their portfolios. Uh, most families are pretty darn happy not being down right. 16 and only be, being down maybe a third of what the market performance is year to date. So, so that's a good thing. Yeah. Tony. Well, that's a huge thing is what it is. It's, it's really important to understand that. Now let's take one more quick break here. Uh, but before we do, I want to let our listeners know we have a few copies of the book left here to give away. Uh, so let's do that. Jason, uh, you wrote a great book. It is called empower your retirement plan for the best prepare for the worst. Listeners, get a copy. We're going to take 10 more callers. 989-835-7203. That number again is 989-835-7203 to get a copy of the book, Your Financial Empower Hour. Um, actually, it's Empower Your Retirement. We are listening to Your Financial Empower Hour, and we're going to be right back with more of the show and Jason Kreiderman right after this. And welcome back to your Financial Empower Hour. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with our host, Jason Kreiderman. Jason, great show so far today. Uh, a lot to talk about, especially after the past year of market volatility, right? Yeah, there's always been a lot to talk about, Tony, on these shows. It always you know, just amazes me when you say, oh my gosh, we're out of time and need to take another break. Or all of a sudden, hey, it's the <laughs> right. end of the show. And I think, wait a minute, there's, there's so much more that we could yeah. talk about. And, you know, I guess- uh, I'll go back to three years ago when we started our radio show and our host at that time had asked us, do we want to do a half hour or an hour show? And I thought, oh my gosh, how about just a half hour? We can't possibly have <laughs> right. enough to talk about for an hour. Um, but she talked us into doing an hour show at that time. And now I sit here, Tony, with us. We talk about this every single week. We could literally do a, a six to an eight hour show. And, and granted, it would bore our <laughs> listeners to death, but, <laughs> but Tony, you and I would never run out of topics to talk about every day. There's so there much going on. Think about that in our personal lives, in our towns, in our states, in the United States of America, and then the globe and the world as a whole. 
Um, so much going on financially, politically, just just everything. And everything is interconnected. There's a synchronicity now that everything affects there finances worldwide. Is. It's a global market. Uh, things that happen in China affect our market here instantly. Absolutely. Yep. Globalization. If we think about where we were back in the 70s and 80s and and this whole globalization theory and all of a sudden it came to fruition and and we became such a global economy and everything just and you're right. Things that happen while we're sleeping overseas halfway around the world are having a positive or negative impact on our money and and on our stock markets. and, And we're asleep. And so it's yeah. crazy to think about that and vice yeah. versa when other way around the world. Yeah, there's the good world, and bad sleeping. to it. I mean, the global econ- having a Absolutely global economy and, and a worldwide economy uh, that's interconnected, there are a lot of pluses, but we're see- we also see a lot of negatives. And I remember Absolutely. my mom in the early 80s when I was in high school uh, say, having discussions at the supper table with her and my dad, and they were discussing, they didn't argue. Uh, much about anything. My mom and dad got along really well, but they disagree. My dad thought, hey, a global market would be great and globalization is a good thing. And my mom said, absolutely not. You know, the United States is strong. We want to, you know, keep our market uh, more enclosed and mm-hmm. the more outside factors can affect it the worst. And, you know, I see both of them had points, but you do see the effect. You know, it, it's not a good absolutely. thing when somebody, you know, uh, oversees sneezes and it affects the markets here right in a negative fashion that's yep no absolutely there's there's definitely pros and cons or positives and negatives that that come out of it on a daily basis and the experience you had you just explained right there sitting at the the supper table with your mom and dad is probably no different than almost every single listener on this radio show in the past today and in the future um, difference of opinion. Yeah, oh, sure. Differences of opinion yep. are okay. Your dad thought one way, globalization is going to be great. And he was right. And your mom thought the other way, no, it's not going to be so good for the American powerhouse. And she was yeah. right. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean there's a bad, it just says, you know, we can have differences of opinion. And I know, <laughs> I know Tony coming through the last two years of COVID and our current political situation. Sometimes when people, when you have a different opinion, it's, it's the end of the world. People just can't understand yeah, that. We've gotten to that uh, point as remember, a culture, unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately, we have. Unfortunately, we have, and I really hope we can yeah. get away from that and come back out of It's okay to have difference of opinion. It's okay to disagree. It's okay to even argue a little bit and have maybe heated discussions about disagreements, as long as we can do it very respectfully, um, professionally or personally, and then and, and, and realize that, yes, there are pros and cons that are going to come out of every single situation. Now, we're out of time. Like you said, we're, we're, we're coming up. I can't I know. Believe it. We're almost out of time for today's show. We've only got a couple of minutes left. Uh, so anything you want to add to wrap up the show today? Well, again, it's that time of year where I think uh, just like all of our listeners out there to just sit back and, and enjoy time with family and friends and sometimes enjoying time by yourself is good, too. And just kind of try, try to stay positive. Try to reflect on the on the positive things that have happened in your your personal life, your professional life uh, over the last year, two years, however long you want to look back and think about and focus on the things you can control by spending your time, efforts and energy on those things you can control. Hopefully to have a very powerful, positive impact on your life, 
your family's lives uh, and your friends' lives. And, and just remember to be thankful. And we're all thankful. We're all blessed. And we're all in this together, Tony. And I think hopefully we, we come through these holidays. We have an awesome uh, Christmas. We have a blessed New Year. And we push into a 2023 that hopefully is on a, on a very positive note and pushes us away from an unfortunate 2022. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. And it's been a great discussion. Now, listeners, before we go, if you want a copy of the book, simply call 989-835-7203. The book is Empower Your Retirement, Plan for the Best, Prepare for the Worst. Just give us a call at 989-835-7203 or visit the website, greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. And Jason, great show. Thanks for having me on once again. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in. That does it for today's episode of Your Financial Empower Hour. Thank you for listening to Your Financial Empower Hour. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Carl and Jason Kreiderman at Great Lakes Investment Advisors. Just call 989-835-7203 or visit them online at greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. Investment advisory services offered through Great Lakes Investment Advisors, Inc., registered investment advisor with the state of Michigan. Insurance products and services offered through Senior Financial Strategies, Inc., DBA Great Lakes Financial Freedom Group. Great Lakes Investment Advisors, Inc. and Senior Financial Strategies, Inc. are affiliated companies. Carl and Jason Kreiderman and Great Lakes Investment Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.